Blondes with glasses, they can't sing. Blondes with glasses, let's do this podcast thing. Hi, Shannon. Every time, hold on. Every time there's a delay. Okay, I'm ready now. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Becca. (laughs) So it's so good to see you while you're hiding in the closet. (laughs) It is creepy in here. There are, uh, there's lots of like fireplace stuff. There's some old trophies and a TV. It's weird. I feel like the mice are going to come out and be like, hey, who are you? (laughs) Cinderella style, just talking to you. Oh, yeah, they're going to talk to me. Yeah. (laughs) They didn't talk in Cinderella. What are you talking about? (laughs) What? Of course they did. Oh, they did. Wait, they sang. They did. But they didn't. They, they, they made her, they helped make her dress. They had personalities. They did, they but had... I feel like they didn't actually yeah. talk to her. I think they talked amongst themselves. Guess uh, we're going to have to rewatch Cinderella. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. <laughs> yeah. Wait, in the live action movie, which I have not seen, mm-hmm. does, are there talking animals? I definitely remember seeing like facial digital animals, but I don't know if they talked. I didn't see it, and I don't really want to. I'm gonna take a picture of my <laughs> of where I am right now because I feel like this is gonna be something I post on the blog of like this is how I have to record this show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. This will be the companion yeah. picture for this episode. <laughs> oh, I can't even get it because I'm in such a small closet. I can't get it all in one shot. Yeah. Okay. Shannon is hiding in like crawl space right yeah. now in, the, in her theater. <laughs> There's just a lot of noise going on today, and I was like, you know where it won't be noisy? The crawl space. <laughs> where no one will find my body. <laughs> yep, you heard it here first. If I die, this is where you'll, you will find me. <laughs> and I'll have to call the police, and they'll be like, where is she? And I'm like, I'm not really sure. <laughs> Some back closet somewhere. <laughs> look through a, like a hobbit door. Like, look through yep. there. Yeah. It's like booby trapped as well. Good luck getting in here. Oh god. <laughs> uh, I have a permanent scar on my arm from trying to get into this cubby last year. It's and actually my <laughs> intern has a matching scar. We have like t- oh my god, wow. <laughs> just like in Fast and Furious 6. <laughs> we have matching scars from the door. Yeah. Well, the other day I whacked my head on the fridge when I was, I had my head in the fridge looking for something, and I just pulled out, and I didn't pull out soon enough or whatever, and I, I just banged, and I hit, like, the freezer door above me, oh. which was not open, it was just closed, it was just where it normally is, hit that, freaked out, and I think I hit something else, and I was just like, what's happening? <laughs> just, I'm just trying to I'm get just picturing, head. like the episode of Bob's Burgers when Teddy gets caught in the fridge like they have an alligator trap and he's just like rolling around his arm is stuck and he's like how do I get out how do I get out <laughs> I'm, picturing, I'm picturing you doing that <laughs> yeah yeah that's basically uh, several days before anyone helped so me so classy oh uh, well so should we talk about how much we love Fast and Furious uh yeah <laughs> I mean we're not exactly at peak Fast and Furious cultural saturation point, but we're bringing it We're bringing it back, because it's going to come out on DVD in September, so, because okay. I checked. So this is <laughs> great. This is, this is like, early promotion. Yeah, early promotion DVD for sales. Fast and Furious 7 DVD, because we have already figured out what Fast and Furious 8 is going to be about, and we want to share it with the world, yeah. so when you watch 7 again, you're like, oh yeah, this is perfect. Mm-hmm. Here's where it's going next. Um, also, I just yeah. watched... Four, five, and six 
last week. So I am at peak cultural saturation with this right now. <laughs> yeah, and I haven't seen it since uh, April. Uh, I saw six and seven yep. of you in Ireland. Then, and I think that's when we sort of... Didn't we see seven again when I came to visit you? Yeah, yeah. we did. <laughs> Okay, so May, end of May, I saw Seven again. Yeah, because I remember on the... How many times have you seen that movie? Seven? I've only seen Seven three times. Yeah. I saw it twice in Ireland and once here. <laughs> but Six and Five, I've seen so many times. You've lost count. Like, I've already seen Five twice this summer. And I watched uh-huh. it again before Seven came out. So, three times this year... <laughs> yeah, and we we watched we watched what was it we watched five and six in yeah. Ireland because I had never seen five. That's right, and I I remember yeah. I watched it in the winter because Mo left me home alone one night, and I was like, I know what I'm gonna do: watch five and six back to back. <laughs> I don't know how you. So do I've it. definitely watched it a lot. <laughs> I just don't know how you how you watch it that many times. I mean, I love it. I love this movie. I feel like I see something new every time. Like, this past time when I was watching Five, the beginning, when they're having, like, they're trying to take over the train, I saw something and I was like, oh my god, like, I finally realized that the bad guys shot the the three DEA agents or whatever that were trying to get them to stop stealing the cars. And I was like, I never actually noticed before that those guys got shot. And that's the first five minutes huh. of the movie. Yeah. Huh. There's always okay. more to see. Well, we, we've come up with pretty pretty darn good. I think so. Uh, Fast and Furious 8. Yes. Okay. Should we lead with the title of the movie? Because it's excellent. I think we should. It's a great should way to start. we save it? Okay. <laughs> great way to start. Okay. Now, you came up with this one, so I feel like you should introduce it. I have it. to be honest. I stole this. I, found, I saw an article <laughs> that was like, here are the possible titles for the 8th Fast and Furious movie. Because they aren't consistent at all. Like, Fast and Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, The Fast and the Furious. No, that's the first one. The fourth one is Fast and Furious. Then Fast Five, then Furious Six in some countries, but then also Fast and Furious Six. And then Fast and Furious Seven. So they're all over the place. And we were like, you know what? Just let, let's boil this down. This one is going to be called Fate. And it's F and then the number eight. And it's yes. pronounced Fate. And everybody knows yes. at this point what this movie is about. Because you see the trailer and you're right. like, that's Fast and Furious 8. And then it just comes up and it says, right. Fate, coming soon. You're mm-hmm. so excited. You're going to just, like, jump out of your skin. That's how I would be if I saw that trailer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just put, yeah, you just put F8 yep. in that in that mm-hmm. font. And everyone instantly is like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, this is happening. <laughs> so if this is... If they get nothing else from this podcast, the people who are writing Fast and Furious 8 right mm-hmm. now, if you do not do anything else, the title, Fate, cannot be, like, any it better. It is handed to you on a silver yeah, platter. That is that has to be the title. Oh. Also, I just want to put this out there right now. This is probably... Sorry. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> There's been an, this bug <laughs> that is in my apartment... And it's just the single bug, and it is circling around me. Every time I think I get it, it just comes back. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, I want to say there will be spoilers in this podcast for all of the Fast and Furious up to Fast and Furious 7. So, if you haven't yeah. seen 7, first of all, what's wrong with you? 
Second of all, yeah. go find it right now. Or wait to listen to this episode until September when it's on DVD. So. Yeah. But for the rest of you listeners out there, get ready. Because. <laughs> yeah. Get ready for This is so exciting. <laughs> I was telling my intern all about this today, and she was just like, that sounds exciting? <laughs> I was like, you don't <laughs> understand. This is the <laughs> most exciting. <laughs> uh, I'm so excited about it. All right. Okay, so we should start off by saying that our favorite characters have died. Yeah. So, the, like, the, what started off our, our premise for this movie was, well, let's have them not be dead, because I love them, and we, got, we don't get to know them enough, and we should have a whole movie centered around yep. them. And it's Han and Giselle, yes. whose love story is epic and beautiful, and they both died. One just died in... Uh, Five and the other died in six. Yes. No. Nope. Six and seven. No. Nope. No. Five and six. Five and three. Well, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Five and three, technically, but really five and the very end credit scene of six. Yeah. So you think that seven got rid of all of that confusing timeline stuff and we're all caught up now? But no. Yeah. Let's make it more confusing. Yes. <laughs> Let's add in a lot of backstory and a lot of confusion, and let's, you know, <laughs> let's make it, <laughs> we'll go back in time and then catch up to the present. Exactly. It's going to be real complicated. So, Fate starts with the same scene that was in the end credits of Six, which is Jason Statham plows into Han in Tokyo, which also, the scene take, takes place in Tokyo Drift, the third movie as well. So, you're seeing this scene again for the third time. And mm-hmm. you you know what happens now. Han dies or whatever. And But the thing is, you see it from the opposite side of the car. And you mm-hmm. see Han there and Jason Statham being aggressive and throwing Letty's necklace on the ground. And then you see an arm reach out and grab Han and pull him out of the car. And then he looks mm-hmm. up and he sees Giselle, who is dead, who he lost in the previous yeah. movie. Because she sacrificed herself in the most beautiful way possible by taking out a bad guy and just, like, falling backwards into the darkness. Yeah. It was the saddest scene in the entire world. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So, and then the car explodes. So that's why they think Han is dead. And mm-hmm. and all of Seven happens. So right now we're sort of backtracking into part of Seven. So confusing the timeline, mm-hmm. as you said. And, th- and that's where the first 30 minutes of the movie takes place. It's concurrent with Seven, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's yeah. about Han and Giselle and what they were up to during Seven. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's them, like, in the hospital and there's, like, he's like, I don't, like, you're just a ghost and, like, obviously I just... I'm so injured and I must have hit my head or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm clearly just talking to a hallucination. Yep. And I guess eventually he starts to realize that she's real and she's really alive. Yeah. Um, what was our reasoning for how she survived and why he hadn't heard Well, her? we were saying that she, she would have been in the hospital. Well, oh, we, we said that she, they might have confused her body with Gina Carano's body. Because they both uh-huh. fell out of the plane. Well, G- Gina fell out of the plane, and she fell out of the car. So they probably thought she was Gina Carano, and Shaw 
Shaw's people were like, oh, picked her up off the tarmac, and they were like, let's go take them to safety. And so she's in the same hospital that Owen Shaw is in, that Jason Statham Mm -hmm. goes to, to say, like, take care of my baby brother. Why did I give him a southern accent? (laughs) He's British. (laughs) Uh, I like this. I I like the idea of... Now he's Southern, he's Southern American. No, it doesn't make sense because we know who his parents are now. Right, right. Okay. Okay. So, anyway, so it was sort of like a confusing body, wrong body thing. So they think she's dead and Gina Carano is alive. But really, Gina Carano is dead and Giselle is alive. And she has badass facial scarring and her her head is under wraps and stuff. So people don't know until she gets better enough. And she figures out that Han was in this horrible or Han, Han went to Tokyo finally, and she's going to go after him. So she goes there. Yeah, she's going to go find She gets him. there just in time to hear about this race that he's doing, and she gets to the scene, pulls him out before he can die in the fire, the explosion. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of how we worked our way around her death. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Also, we should mention so, Han loses his right leg. Right. <laughs> He loses his leg or half his leg or something. And <laughs> there's this weird delay where it's like every so often you'll just be frozen and whatever. And so for that moment, it was like he loses his leg. And then I just heard you laugh for like a good 30 <laughs> seconds. And I was like, this is so insensitive. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Han. I'm not laughing at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah you're doing the same thing i think that's because i'm in the closet <laughs> yeah it probably doesn't help that you're in a crawl space in the middle of nowhere yep, yep. sorry yep. about that <laughs> anyway so he loses a leg and he's like i'll never be able to like i, I have to relearn how to drive mm-hmm. like i don't i don't know how to drive like this my, like i can barely walk like I'm, it's gonna take me forever to get used to this and she's like there with him and they're like working it through together mm-hmm. and they, they they're finding their their love again not only are they is he relearning to drive he's relearning to love the woman that he thought he lost oh. yeah come on like oh my god <laughs> he still can't quite believe that she's real and that she's really alive i know he just can't quite accept oh it my yet. god so they're it's just too much they're he's recuperating or whatever and they keep seeing on the news all the stuff that is happening in Fast and Furious 7. So they see mm-hmm. Abu Dhabi, uh, there's a, a car that flies through some buildings. They see that, and they're like, that sounds mm-hmm. like our guys. <laughs> yeah. They see uh, what else happens. Well, they see the big fight at the end, the, the Los Angeles fight with uh, the yeah. drone and everything. So they, they, are, yeah. they know what's happening, but they can't get out of Tokyo because Han is not ready to fly. So... Yeah. They just have to sit by and watch, and Han is like, but I need to be there for my family. Like, they're our family. Mm-hmm. And she says, no, this is your time. This is our time. We're, we have to get you back to, you know, right. to, you need to recover first. So they don't make it back for Fast and Furious 7, which is why we didn't know what was up with them, that they are still alive. Surprise. Yeah. Um, so they finally, after 7, they go back to California mm-hmm. and they reconnect with their family the familia yeah. yeah and everybody's like what like I'm imagining Roman freaking out and 
like just it's gonna be amazing i can't wait for the scene to be shot and put on film because i want to watch it every day when i wake up like (laughs) oh my god oh my god yeah so so they come they come home um let's see um okay so then they're all having like a family picnic or whatever you know just typical typical life stuff and this is after paul Um, walker and his family have departed from the picture they are out of the game yeah right yeah so it's like and it's just, just the, like that's the only like the only mention of it is just like he's he's out with his family mm-hmm. and he's happy yeah he's doing fine yeah you know they're all and they're all fine we're not gonna bother him yeah yeah if anything else goes down you know like say for instance someone pulls up in a really fancy car Aston Martin. does like a parking brake oh Aston Martin does a parking brake slide into their driveway, yep. knocks over a picnic tip or something, and out walks Helen Mirren. <laughs> <laughs> Helen Mirren. <laughs> yeah. Helen freaking oh Mirren my God. walks out, and she's like, you destroyed my sons or something. I don't know what her badass line is. Mommy's here. (laughs) Mommy's here. I wrote down, hello, period, I'm here to ruin you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Yes! Uh, Oh my god. So, So, she's in her badass suit or whatever, and Dom's like, who the fuck is this? And the Rock, yeah. the Rock is there, obviously, because he's a part of the family obviously. now. His he, daughter's probably the there. Oh my God, so cute! Uh, yes, and and the daughter, oh my God, the daughter is like pulls on her dad's hand and says, "Dad, isn't that somebody? Somebody like she knows because she lives with her dad and she knows who all the bad guys are, and she's she's the one that oh. catches on first. She's like, Dad, Dad, I know who that is, you know." Oh my god. Oh, I oh love it. And <laughs> so basically she introduces her, herself and The Rock explains to everybody later once Helen Mirren like zips out of there and is like, watch your backs, fool. Um, yeah. Even though she had them all right exactly. where she them. <laughs> She's classy. She just, just, she doesn't come yeah. in guns blazing, whatever. So Yeah. She needs, she's got to give warning. There's got to be fight sequences. She's got to call in her whole family yes. to come take care of them. So The Rock explains that this is Mommy Shaw. She's the mother yeah. of Owen and Deckard, the two sons that have been in the previous two movies. And her mm-hmm. big thing is she is all about family, just like they are. Yeah. So it's going to be uh-huh. family versus familia. <laughs> Uh-huh. So who else exactly. is who else is in the family? Uh her husband. <laughs> her husband, aka Timothy Dalton. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Because you have to have you gotta have a bond in there. He was bond, right, at one point. Sorry, you froze for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying you gotta have a bond in there because he was he was bond at one point. Oh yeah, right? he was bond. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then her brother's sisters, whatever their family mm-hmm. or whatever. So she's ex KGB. Yep. So half the family is Russian yep. and half the family is yep. British. Yeah. So it's KGB. So all their kids and MI6 and all their, comes yeah. together yeah. to be. We're gonna take you down. Oh my god. I'm so yeah. pumped. <laughs> There's a lot of like crazy Russian stereotypes throughout the whole thing. A lot of like British 
prim and proper yep. stereotypes as well. It's great. It's, great. it's like America <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Uh, all their cars are painted with American flags on the hood and everything now. Yeah, just like any time one of the familia like punches one of the family in the mm-hmm. face or something like that, they have some quip about America, America being better. Eagles, you the know. flag, George Washington, yeah. tea in the harbor. Yeah. Every single reference you could possibly get, yeah. they're all being made. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just bad, a series of slams. Yes, yeah. Just and they keep getting more and more insane. Oh, it sounds amazing. The bad news is one of our family members, one of the familia, changes sides. Yeah, it's, it's like shocking. What? Shocking. It's shocking. People feel betrayed yeah. and confused, and they're like, "What is happening?" Tell us who it is, Becca. Because oh my god. The family has recruited Tej, a.k.a. Ludacris. Luda switches sides. <laughs> Luda switches sides, and he becomes their tech person, yep. and he is, like, messing with all of their, I don't know, bank accounts or Probably. something. I don't know. He's doing something techie that is just disrupting them, and they're like, the only person who could do this is Tej. And they're like, have you seen him? And they're like, no, I haven't. And then Helen Mirren is like, look who I have, or yep. whatever. And The Rock, knowing Tej pretty well from their outing when they bought all those cars in England, he's like, there has to be something to this. Like, Tej wouldn't just switch sides. He has all the money he wants. What about his garage that he loves, that he spent all his money on? His his familia, like, he wouldn't do this to us. And The Rock smells something fishy, and Uh he figures out that the... that. Tej has a secret child that is being held hostage by Helen Mirren's family. Yes. And he put his own family before the familia, which is why he's working for the bad guys. And The Rock is like, I'm just going to read my note about this. I said, The Rock, all caps, <laughs> is like, fuck this. He saves the kid and he saves Tej. Because that's basically what happens, right? He just. He, as a fellow father, he's like, this isn't right. This is out of line. Nobody messes with each yeah. other's families. Which is basically the whole point of this movie, is messing with each other's family. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so he goes in there and saves the day. Being the rock. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, oh, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Of course he's in charge of taking, like, saving the kid or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the kid and his kid are best friends at the end of the movie. Yes. And so... The only other, there's got it there's a lot missing here, which I think we just sort uh-huh. of glossed over because we can't really explain how amazing these parts are. You just have to know, like, use your imagination based on the previous films that there is a race scene and there are some fight yeah. scenes and Vin Diesel's mumbling a lot and <laughs> yeah. there might be there's like some um, incredible choreographed fight scenes but the best the only thing that we have worked out that definitely happens in one of the one of the action sequences mm-hmm. is with Hans yes. and this whole time he's been relearning how to walk and to drive with his prosthetic leg and he's having a lot of trouble with it and it's, and it's like it's been really annoying but he's, he's, he's making it work and then at one point he 
for some reason has to, he takes off the prosthetic leg, wedges it on the accelerator, <laughs> bails out of the car, the car goes flying up a ramp and like hits a, hits a drone or a helicopter <laughs> or another flying car or something insane, yeah. you know, like Fast and Furious level insane and saves the day or whatever and he rolls out and he's like, goes up to Giselle who's maybe holding a, his, his backup <laughs> leg and she's like... See, we can make this work. He's like, yeah, okay, I can see this working. I love that, but also I was thinking about this earlier today, and I was like, wouldn't it be hilarious if you, like, bail out of the car, and he's just sort of laying on the tarmac, like, did I do it? And Giselle comes over, and she's like, yeah, babe, you did it. And then she just, like, scoops him up in her arms, and, like, <laughs> fireman carries him, like, to her car, and they speed off. Uh, you, the, the listener at home cannot see the arm <laughs> motions I'm making right now, but I love that idea so much. Your arms were like, you were like landing a plane right there. You're just like, uh, touchdown, touchdown, Zeus, like uh, Usain Bolt sort of. Nailed it, nailed it, nailed it. Amazing. Uh. Nailed it! Oh, so, wow. okay. and so, the day is saved. Through. Helen Mirren and yeah, family are saved. in jail. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then, guess what happens? <laughs> <laughs> wedding! <laughs> uh, of course, all good movies must end with yep. a wedding. And of course, it's Han and Giselle yes. getting married in a beautiful ceremony. <sighs> and throughout the whole movie, they've had beautiful little romantic moments mm -hmm. throughout the narrative just like letty and dom closer and closer. in six same yeah. thing yeah 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 and um and then so we see paul walker is at the wedding oh yeah or, you know, well that's brother and some cgi yeah the secret reveal is like so so you see the people at the altar so it's like Han and Giselle getting married. Roman is yeah. definitely presiding over the wedding. Yeah. And then Han's best man is The Rock, probably. And Vin uh -huh. well, it might be Vin Diesel and then The Rock. But The Rock is, like, bust busting out of his suit. Uh, <laughs> and yes. then the bridesmaids are uh, Michelle Rodriguez and Elena from Brazil. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and uh, Lucy Diamond, whatever her name is. Who's that? Paul Walker's wife. Oh, from yeah, 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 yeah. So then they pan into the audience, yeah. and Paul Walker is sitting in the front Mia. row. Mia. <laughs> Paul Walker is sitting in the yeah. front row with his two children, and he's just yeah. a proud papa. Which mm -hmm. is going to be the moment that the whole audience starts bawling, and then yeah, so they weeping, go and then you, cue. Cue ludicrous. No, no, no. There's, there's a, they go to the reception. No. They go to the reception, and there's a toast no. to Familia, because that's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. They toast to the Familia, just like they ended six. They have the toast, and they're like, thank you for bringing us all back together, and for making us, you know, a whole family again. And then you see them dancing, probably, and you get to see uh -huh. the rock dancing, which I think would be great. <laughs> <laughs> and then you cut to the song by Ludacris in the credits. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm just picturing Perfect. them dancing and at the then... wedding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But then, isn't there an after credit scene? There is an after credit scene. No, I didn't write it down, so I don't oh, know what it is. You're gonna do some more hand motions when I remind you what it is. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
so they're in so we're in the bunker where oh, uh, Deckard Shaw and all the other Shaws are in prison which we saw in Seven it's like this deep underground thing with lots of guns and they uh, so the rock comes down the stairs down the elevator and he's like his shirt is ripped off and he's like he looks like he's been charred he's like he's a mess and he comes up to the Shaw people in all of their cells, all next to each other. And he says, you've been down here for three years, so you don't know what's going on, but the world has gone to shit, and we need your help. And they're like, why would you possibly ask for our help? And he says, aliens. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So. Yes, okay. If I wasn't reacting very much, it was because you were almost completely you were completely frozen almost the entire time you told that <laughs> until the end. And then I heard it and then I remembered it. So <laughs> Yeah. They're taking on aliens who come they start attacking the planet with car racing based attacks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like flying stuff. alien ships that fly very much like cars do and they have to use those oh right right yeah yeah there's new flying so, cars that they have to to drive yeah yeah so i'm basically waiting to see this movie tomorrow i have time free <laughs> i could go see it tomorrow if, if it they make it overnight i would see it you know i am so excited to see this movie i i just want to see helen mirren being yeah the mom oh my god I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did we mention that her and Timothy Dalton are, like, this awesome power couple? And they're, like, super supportive of each other. He's a murderer. And they just are, like... <laughs> and they're just both murderers, and they're just so beautiful together. Yeah. They're just, like... They have, like, a really healthy, beautiful relationship. Yeah. And just both are horrible murderers. Yeah. I, loved, I love it. And I think that you secretly, like, root for them as well, which is why at the end, none of that uh -huh. family dies either, because it's all, like, they're a family too. They're mm -hmm. fighting for what they love, so. Right, and they have a bunch of quips. It's, it's They just trade a lot of quips back and forth between USA versus Russia versus England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that sort of thing. And it's just fun quips, and it's just good times, and it's more like a begrudging respect, and then they're all just sort of, but then when it comes together fight those aliens <laughs> oh man because you know the stakes you just gotta raise them to the point of ridiculousness i have a recommendation okay for great you. yes what is it okay so it was because i was waiting i you took too long to recommend it to me uh. so i just went ahead and watched it myself and i devoured vikings oh i i've watched I guess there's, like, nine episodes in the first season. I've watched eight of those episodes in, like, two days. Mm -hmm. uh, it's amazing. I love it. And I think Julie and Zach, like, this is your mm -hmm. show. Like, Vikings. You will both love this show. Especially Zach, because he knows a lot of, about Norse mythology. But it's awesome. It's, like, I, I'm, like, so into it. So, well, Vikings. I'm glad somebody finally, finally got around to it, because I... Was, it was so far down my list, so. Uh, okay, mine is, I think I wrote this down because you told me one day that you'd never seen these, and I was like, huh? So, have you never seen Kill Bill 1 and 2? 
No, I haven't because my mom saw it with my dad in the theaters when it came out and then has to this day still says that's the only movie she's walked out what? on. What? Because it was so violent and terrible. It is very violent, but it's not terrible. Yeah. I think I think they're both on Netflix. I was just going to sure recommend them because they the bride character Uma Thurman is super impressive just as like in the mm-hmm. style of Furiosa, you know, she's it's all about her origin story and her overcoming and like making a hit list of everybody that ever wronged her and taking them all out. And Lucy Liu is amazing yeah. in it too, and Vivica A. Fox. And there's just, like, a lot of really great women characters mm-hmm. in that movie, so I would definitely recommend them. Okay. Yeah. I, I saw um, my first um, Tarantino movie a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I saw Glorious Bastards, and that was the only, that's the, to this day, the only Tarantino film I've ever seen. Oh, well, definitely Kill Bill. All right, you should add to that collection. It's better than Inglorious Bastards? I think so. I liked it better. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just, I couldn't, I don't know. <laughs> the whole, like, basking and violence thing is just very unappealing to Yeah, me, they are very violent. He's a very violent filmmaker, but it's also interesting to... It's, like, celebratory. It's, like, yeah. ooh, isn't this delightful? And it's, like, isn't Well, it? <laughs> it's better, like... It, I would say Django Unchained is definitely, like, revels in the violence, but I think Kill Bill may be less so. And there's also, like, there's a scene where she t- she kills, like, 88 people, and mm-hmm. they it turns into a black and white, white film for that scene, because otherwise they would have had to have an NC-17 rating, because of all, all the blood. <laughs> so... But it's fine if the blood isn't yeah, red. Yeah, exactly. Isn't wow. our system so dumb? <laughs> yeah. Wow, we could have we could have a whole episode about the rating system in America. Oh, America, God. Yeah. All right. Well, I, uh, as promised, I have a voicemail. For All that. right, I'm excited. Try and hold it up to my microphone on my headphones. Oh, is that gonna work? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, Becca, Zach. I just called you to talk to you about this uh, great new business that I started up. Um, I don't know if it's great. Maybe you can tell me. Thank you, Thank Zach. You, Zach. <laughs>